SEO for Enterprise SaaS Businesses with Tradevera. The Strategic Marketing Show is brought to you by Insights for Professionals, providing access to the latest industry insights from trusted brands, all in a customized, tailored experience. Find out more over at insightsforprofessionals.com. Ace David. What are the most effective SEO strategies for an enterprise SaaS business? That's what we're covering today with a man who's the star of his very own SEO video show on YouTube. He's the former SEO manager at SAP and Workday, and the current head of growth at Twingate. I want to welcome to the strategic marketing show, Dre Devera. Hey, hi David, how are you doing today? Very good, and um, oh, the better for having you on here. Well, you can find Dre over at Dre.me, that's D-R-E dot M-E. So Dre, what's different about the way that SEO is done for SaaS businesses? What's different than, what's the difference between SEO for SaaS businesses and other SaaS businesses? It depends on like the industry that you're in, right? Especially for SaaS, you want to make sure that you are optimizing for your product, optimizing for those problems, optimizing for all the use cases that your product will solve. In this case, let's say like for Workday, we wanted to make sure that our product pages were ranking really well. I mean, yes, we had a blog, but you know, with our product pages ranking really well, it kind of fills in the middle part of the journey when people are searching for different types of software. So that's something that you have to definitely focus on. Okay, so so would you recommend that as a particularly quick win, SEO win for enterprise SaaS businesses to actually establish exactly what their products are, their keywords associated with that, and to, to optimizing their their product pages and the the pages that lead into the product pages, or or just the product pages to begin with. Both. I mean, you can do um, what the pages that lead up to it, whether like their blogs pointing back. But again, you have to have your pillar page will be your product page. I mean, this you can do. It's easy to do research with other companies, other enterprise companies. You can kind of look at their product pages and people that are doing this well, just kind of look at that subdirectory, see what all those keywords your competitors are maybe ranking for. And then you can actually kind of apply and get the naming of your products as well. I mean, with enterprise companies, even with product marketing, they would come to me and say, hey, you know, we have this product. You know, what should we call it? I mean, they may have a name that may not get searched well and I kind of can throw up hey people are actually searching this and I can throw up some ideas to them and they'll whether it fits they would use it or not so what does a great product page then look like nowadays uh, how much text has it got what's it for the format of the headline um where do the keywords go what elements go in the page Yes. I mean, traditional SEO will work for um, product pages. I mean, but of course you would have to implement something called schema. Schema is something that we've always used for our product pages. Uh, it's something that we always want to make sure we talk to the, the, the AI, Google's machine learning with schema and having the H1s, H2s, H3s correctly formatted. Talk to your design team because sometimes your design team will make an H1 something else, make it smaller. So one of the things that I had to do with um, my, my, enterprise companies is to make sure that I'm in line with the design team, have the outline um, and kind of like write it out when they actually create the design. So great. Yeah. So the H1 is the tag that goes around the biggest headline on the page. Yeah. And typically a designer may actually use that to assist with the style elements of a page. And you yes. might 
end up finding that um, the headline that you think is the headline on the page doesn't even have any heading tags around that. And, that, and that, that's a very common issue. Well, yes. What about other elements that, um, that certainly have been important in the past? You know, things like page titles and even meta descriptions for clicking through in the page. Are, are those still highly important elements um, for the success of an individual SEO page? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, with our meta titles and meta descriptions, we treat them like almost like ads. This is something where I'd even go to my cop. We have a dedicated copy team that will help us get that correct, you know, just that enticing click a copy for that click and to describe the, the, the product with solving the problem, right? So you're getting all this type of um, copy that actually will solve the problem, get the click and include the keywords. So this is something that it's, it's actually paid very um, close attention to when we were here at Workday. And it was something that you wanted to make sure that you have it real well-crafted. Yeah, I love that. I think that's great advice there. So incorporate a keyword phrase, the target keyword phrase within the page title, but the meta description itself encourages click-through rates. So obviously it's going to be relevant and related to the page title, but it doesn't necessarily include the keyword phrase, the target keyword phrase, if you think it's going to get higher click-through rates. Is that a reasonable summary? Exactly. But you also want to make sure you have your call to action in there. Some people always miss the call to action, whether it's like to view the demo, view more, learn more about the product, anything like that. Make sure you just throw that in there because you're, you're, the searchers, you need to kind of tell them what to do. It's like, oh, okay, yes, I want to learn more. I want to watch that video. I want to learn more. And you told me before that we started recording today that you've been studying copywriting a little bit recently. So um, what what type of copy or what, what phraseology um, have you started using more often on uh, meta descriptions recently that you found has resulted in a higher click-through rate? It's more using numbers, making you having your numbers like more of like, and I've, I mean, this may be cliche, but you're having the secrets, the ultimate, or I mean, well, for, for, for B2B, it's a lot different, right? So you want to make sure that you have like cutting edge and like all these, these words. In, um, understanding the buzzwords within your industry is very important. Like you can go to like Gartner reports or like Forrester reports and they kind of like, they usually coin some certain terms. Being sure to include those we would, would help you rank for these terms that maybe have zero search volume, but you know the the industry is calling it a certain something. Include those in your meta descriptions. You know, include those maybe in your in your meta titles, and start ranking for these these new buzzwords that these report the high reports are coming out with uh, to help you you know get ahead of the game. So, so how do you track the success of this? And is it possible, for instance, to split test this as well? Um, so if you want to introduce a new meta description, um, do you compare that against another page with um, the, the similar phraseology, but, but uh, old phraseology that you used to use? And well, what software, if any, do you, do you actually use to be able to compare click-through rates for meta descriptions? There are software out there, like I think it's called CTR testing or stuff like that. So there's some other soft types of software that would do this where you, it would actually hook into your Google search console or your Google, yeah, your Google search console, uh, Google search console and just link everything together. And it would kind of like, uh, you would have to still change your meta description and meta titles and then uh, let it run for a couple of weeks and then change it. And then it kind of could do the comparison, but you can do this all manually yourself, right? With, even with your own, um, with your own so if you're going to do it manually, it. then you'd be able to check the, the click-through rate of yeah. um, individual pages and search console. That's that's how you do that. Exactly, exactly. Okay, okay, great. So those are some things that work, some some on-page changes that you, you can make to your uh, web pages. What are some SEO mistakes that you're seeing that SaaS businesses make at the moment and you're putting your heads in your hands and you're thinking they shouldn't be doing that? 
Well, I mean, this is something I've uh, with when it comes to mistakes. I see that some people uh, that's been, it's been big. I mean, and Google was big on this was the whole um, Core Web Vitals stuff, right? A lot of companies Mm -hmm. were paying so much attention to Core Web Vitals. And I I, I personally feel like when you're trying to optimize for certain things, I mean, when you're in enterprise companies, look at your Core Web Vitals. I mean, with SAP, Oracle and stuff like that, they're horrible. I mean, they're they're not, they're not, they're really, really like not um, up to par to what Google is saying. So it's like, when you look at your core web vitals, look at your competition, uh, look at, look kind of compare it to them. And if you're like doing better than them, you should be fine. But yeah, if you're paying too much attention to core web vitals, I think there's a lot of other things you can do that can help you with your SEO instead of core web vitals. Okay. And um, for anyone that hasn't heard of core web vitals before, um, this is a set of data that um, shows how your pages are performed based upon user data. And you can find this data inside Search Console. Yeah. Yeah. Search Console. There's some Chrome plugins and stuff like that. Yeah. Great. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about where SEO fits into an overarching marketing strategy. So what are your thoughts on how SEO has to be involved in the conversation and uh, what kind of conversations you need to be having with other people in the business, what other departments you need to be talking to, things like that. Yeah, I feel like when I was, I've been in SEO at these huge companies, I've been one of the ones in marketing that actually talks to all all the businesses, right? I'm talking to PR to possibly get the backlinks from um, the press releases. I'm talking to social to help us boost some social signals. I'm talking to our copywriters to help us write our metadata. So copywriters are totally different than content writers. So they're two different things. And then I'll be talking to our content writers to write certain SEO blogs and stuff like that. And then also talking to our, our dev team to make sure to even get stuff like the schema up. So you as an SEO are kind of like have multiple arms. You are talking to everyone and which is fun because you get to know like some marketing teams at enterprise companies are like hundreds of people and you get to like know each one of them. Okay, great. I, I mean, I, I loved uh, a couple of different examples that you focused in on there, uh, PR and dev. Um, so maybe taking the first one, PR. Um, so what kind of requ- requests would you have um, with a PR team? W- would you ask them, for instance, to try and get a keyword rich link or is it simply just getting a live link back to someone on your site? One of the things that I made sure when I first joined the company is when I, I get to talk to like the, the PR team is the making sure we have our boilerplate linked up, right? Getting your boilerplate, because there's a boilerplate there that would talk about your company and certain keywords, getting those boilerplates linked up all the time. And then they would actually ask me like, hey, okay, so what should we also pay attention to when we write some press releases that we should include? So giving them like a master doc of keywords that they, and pages they should link to, so, so they can like, you know, put it in when it does fit in because you, you won't be able talking to them like all the time or anything like that unless it's like a special campaign. But just letting them have that master doc of like mapping keywords to certain pages when writing press releases. Great. OK. And dev teams. So I've worked in big businesses before uh, SEO departments and I've had frustrations when I wanted to do, to do certain changes to the website that I knew that would do um Certain things like um, make it easier to uh, introduce certain heading tabs, uh, tags perhaps on a page or or other elements on the page that would assist more with SEO. However, um, the changes would take forever to make because they either weren't prioritized by dev or there there wasn't an opportunity at that time to make those changes. Um, So what kind of conversations and meetings do you try to have with dev departments and um, 
how do you persuade them to ensure that SEO is considered when they're making changes to the, to the site? Literally buy them some beers, take them out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear I've done this before where we just kind of hang out, make the dev team your friend. Uh, when you have at least some allies within the dev team uh, and, 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 and quality control, you know, QA department, it's, it, it helps a lot. And I, I understand, like, I'm sure every other enterprise companies will, will feel the same way where it's like, it does take a long time. You have to be part of sprints. And so making sure that your, your business case is ready, get, get in front of the sprints and your user story is ready to go and well thought out. And you have to really, really sell your case, right? I mean, I'm, I'm here standing up in front of the engineers saying why we need to do this, the impact of the business and being able to present your, your case with the, the impact will help go, you know with some allies, <laughs> we'll get your stuff added quickly. Now, you, you've talked about Workday already and, and what you've done with that particular brand, but another brand that you've talked with me in the past is um, DocSend. Yeah. And um, that's an example of an enterprise SaaS business uh, success story. Um, it's a brand that you help to double page one rankings and increase yeah. organic traffic significantly. So, so what specifically did you do to help them achieve that? And what kind of metrics were you really tracking closely all the time? Yes. So the, with this company, it was more of they had three main things that they had to do. They wanted to make sure they increase their non-brand visibility, increase organic leads, and then also maintain their rankings. So we had a different, you know, we did different things for each one of those. We were able to, again, you know, double the page one rankings, double the value of that. And the reason of having able to show the value of doubling, let's say, like of, of the value of your keywords, it kind of shows the ROI of, of, of SEO because sometimes people think like, you know, SEO is free. There's, uh, you know, people, it's hard to attribute back to it and people will just like kind of like have second thought, but with showing the value of what you can bring in for the, with your traffic value is, is a really key point to like, you know, share the business. So, I mean, some of the things that we, you know, we, we shared with it, we made sure we had um, our site audits, right? Site audits include to find striking distance keywords for those that don't understand what striking distance keywords are. Look and see where, the company or your company is actually currently ranking that's on page two, maybe on the lower part of, of, um, you know, page one or even on page two, look at those keywords and look at those pages that those pages are ranking for. Because if you go after those first, those are going to be some quick wins to help you increase your non-brand traffic and, and your, even your organic leads, depending on which pages that are currently ranking. Yeah. Great tip there as well. And, Certainly, if you're looking at what's ranking on maybe five to twenty, yeah, kind of just off page one, as you're saying there as well, and you do some quick tactics such as improve the internal linking to that page, um, that by itself can increase the rankings. And then you can take that, you can take the ROI, the average traffic to the page, and uh, predicted ROI perhaps um, to senior marketing leaders to justify greater investment in SEO. Or uh, apart from internal linking? Are there any other quick uh, techniques that you would use to try and improve those rankings quickly? Yes. One of the things that I feel like some enterprise businesses leave out um, are your Google business profiles. I've actually set up a Google business profile for every single office we had at each of the companies. This way, I'm able to even like, bring backlinks from Google. Like, you know, we put um, any of announcements that we have in all our offices, any events are great to put on there. But making sure you set up your Google um, business profiles is a great way to just give, you know, give you a little, that little more authority boost uh, with Google, your company with Google, even though you're an enterprise company. Like I did it for, I was able to have, I think like 13, 14 different profiles because I had 13, 14 different offices around the world. 
So let's move on from talking about what works now for you to actually, in your opinion, what the biggest marketing trend or challenges for marketers over the coming year? One of the biggest marketing trends or challenges I feel that marketers should pay attention to is like titles, crafting titles, whether it's a video title, a, a page title, a ad copy for your, your PPC titles, right? I mean, these are things that you should really, really pay attention to and learn bring out the copywriter in you. I have found that, you know, being, being as an SEO, I was always going to the copy team. And so this is something that I'm actually even personally learning to, to like help myself to craft better titles, to earn the click, you know, grab that attention and hopefully generate a lead. Absolutely. And, and work closely with conversion rate departments if, if yeah. you've got one as well, um, because um, there's so much more competition now than there used to be. And um, if you can increase those click through rates, if we're talking about organic search results, then that's a, a great signal to Google to perhaps consider increasing the rankings, improving the rankings of that page in the future. Exactly. Well, I've been your host, David Bain. You can find Dre Devera over at Dre.me. Dre, thanks so much for being on the Strategic Marketing Show. Thank you, David. It was a pleasure. And thank you for listening. Here at IFP, our goal is simple. To connect you with the most relevant information to help solve your business problems all in one place. InsightsforProfessionals.com